748 on the crosstalk on WIZM. It is, uh, for many people, as much a mental thing as it is a physical health thing, COVID-19 and its impact, because everybody is impacted in some fashion. Everyone is impacted differently. Our guest this morning on the Crosstalk is a therapist at Gunderson Health System, Jeff Ryland. Thanks very much for talking with us. There really isn't isn't a good answer to how you doing, is there? Yeah, I think people say things like, as good as can be expected. And I think that's that's probably a fair thing to say. So uh, how do you, what's the difference between that person who can rise to the challenge, who can look at this as another struggle that's uh, it's certainly different than uh, death in the family or different than uh, uh, being divorced, but it is something that you've got to deal with. You can't just bail on the whole thing and put your head in the sand. Yeah, I, I think that one of the challenges here really is helping us as a, a community, as a society, really take a close look at what resilience is. This is not just happening to a couple people. This is something that everyone is being affected by. And so it's, it's pretty universal. And what I'm really impressed about or by are the number of stories of resilience and kindness and courage that keep bubbling through all the bad news that we read about or hear about, just the small acts of kindness, the the sacrifices that people are making for their neighbors, for their friends, uh, it's just really heartwarming. And I think that in some ways, this horrible thing is really bringing out the best in many people, which is really exciting to see. So at the very least, it's important to share those stories of hope so that others who may not have yet been impacted by some good news can understand that it's out there and they might be next. That person who's financially strapped or that person who has already been depressed for one reason or another uh, has alcohol or substance abuse issues. Those probably aren't going to go away uh, these days, but coping is something that is doable, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And I think those things you just mentioned, substance use in particular, that is really a coping skill. Now, it's not a good one, but it's one that many people rely on. And, and now is probably a difficult time to change that, but not impossible. There are many wonderful resources online for people who are in recovery or are looking to go into recovery. So I think that that's one thing to consider for folks that are struggling with depression. It's the same good news that being active, being engaged, being connected. We can do that thanks to technology. Technology is not just for recreation. It is for social connection, and we can use it for that purpose if we're not if we're able to, to if we're not able to connect with those uh, our loved ones more more face to face. Does it get more difficult these days, Jeff, since there is so much information out there, much of it is uh, accurate, and uh, maybe as much, maybe more of that information that's out there is not accurate? How do you know if somebody is trying to cope, how do they do that when there's so much information that's contradictory, whether you consider it fake news or simply inaccurate information? Yeah, I'm, I'm not really sure. I mean, I, I tend to rely on what scientists have to tell us about this, this illness and what we need to do. 
But I, I also think that there's value in stepping back and saying, I can spend a lot of time focusing on things I can't change. I can't change the world. I can't change the, the, the behaviors of other people. What can I do for me? What can I do for my family or my loved ones right now? What are the small, simple things? How can I be present in the moment, enjoy the sunshine, enjoy the birds out the window, go for a walk? What are the things I can do that can help me right now? Because we can't do right. anything about the uncertainty in front of us. And that's that's not even being selfish, I don't think. I think that's being uh, the, that that's relying on you to take care of you. You're correct. I have no control over the number of COVID-19 cases that will enter La Crosse County ever. But I certainly can do ever a lot to make sure that none of those cases are me or members of my family. That's a that's a jumping off point for someone to to give them some purpose, isn't it? Absolutely. And I would even say that we're not even sure we can stop ourselves from getting it in the sense that if we are out and about, if we have to run errands or just places we go that put ourselves at risk and we try to minimize that. But there is no guarantee. What we can do is just be present in the moment and appreciate the moment and look for moments of joy and and happiness and opportunities to celebrate life every day with the people and the things we care about. Uh, uh, Jeff Ryland is our guest on the Crosstalk on WIZ. I'm a therapist at Gunderson Health System. Jeff, uh, I don't know whether you've had any patients who feel this way, but what do you tell that person who is uh, so concerned that uh, that all of this is uh, is a government conspiracy because more people die of the the flu the regular flu than of this we're locked down businesses are being forced to close you can't leave your house uh, and i'm totally depressed about that and don't believe it in the first place there are people well, who I, believe I, that there, I, I can't i mean i've heard about folks who think that in the news i have not encountered them i'm not sure that if that was their belief system if i would be in any position to correct it or change it i think yeah. people believe what they're going to believe right well i'm looking at a text right now from someone who thinks that this is all just a big government baloney uh that it is a precursor to taking away rights of of american citizens and after a period of time, you're used to not being able to do that. So we're just going to continue to not allow you to do that. Whatever whatever freedom you had, you're not going to get it back. Yeah, that's a, that's a hard place to be. I'm, and I truly yeah. am not sure that I would be able to maneuver a person into thinking about it differently, except through the facts and what occurs across time. Right. Well, and that may be the case. Uh, you just have to wait it out in some cases. What are that also, you're meeting with patients? What are they bringing to you? I think we, we, we're communicating by phone. And what I'm what I'm hearing more are concerns about what am I going to do today? How do we get through day to day? How do we and I work with children? So how do we keep our kids engaged and active and not staring at a screen all day? And, and it really has been really exciting to hear families coming up with ideas of things they can do. Uh, my partner and I were out at Perot State Park, and we ran into young families that had never been there before. We're climbing up the top of Brady's Bluff. So really, really exciting that people are finally doing things that 
that maybe you're put, put, pulling them closer together instead of separating them. I've heard a number of parents talk about how they and their teens are having conversations, playing board games, or just doing things that, because they're in close proximity, they're cooped up, they are really starting to enjoy one another, and that's really exciting. With a smile on my face, I'm trying to keep it not a big smile, uh, Jeff, but I got to believe that uh, Milton Bradley and others are, are well, not thrilled, but uh, happy to help out uh, anybody who is cooped up and needs something else to do because there are an awful lot of board games that can engage an awful lot of family members in what can we do today, Dad? Here's an answer. Right, board, board games, card games, scavenger hunts. Uh, chores in the yard. There are so many possibilities, and I think that that's really at least the weather's cooperating with us today. All right, we got to end it. You said chores in the yard, and that's not fun at all. So (laughs) you've obviously jumped down the rabbit hole, Jeff, and you're trying to figure out a way to get me to weed the gardens. Oh, we're out of time. Losing the signal. Can't hear you anymore. (laughs) Jeff Ryland, therapist at Gunderson (laughs) Health System. Thank you so much. Uh, Right up until the very end there, uh, helping us uh, to uh, cope with this issue. It is not an easy thing to do. And maybe for those of you who find gardening therapeutic you're going to have the most beautiful garden ever thank you jeff ryland for talking to this we'll we'll definitely do it again on the crosstalk on wizm